Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a while Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. You're probably already there. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song with his wife, Sarah, that you just heard. He's going to sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos works on JackieCation.com the website. There are many ways to support the show. The Amazon link is one. You can use an Amazon link from JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com to go to Amazon. You order like normal and it supports the show. There is a straight up donation button, PayPal or Venmo to this uh, email address that is mine, Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can just donate to the show if you like the show a lot. I think PayPal has figured out a way to do a monthly. If you want to go monthly, please do. Other ways to support the show if you want to is you can buy merch. There's Dork Forest t-shirts and all the shirts are union made here in America. So they run a little big. Union Bayside. So if you want to look up their size chart. And then the other merch is my stand-up merch. On JackieCation.com, you can watch me do stand-up. You can look at my schedule and the stand-up merch, a couple of different t-shirts, couple of different enamel pins, and all of my CDs and my DVD. If you want to live stream my DVD, it's over there at ComedyFilmNerds.com. They have a live streaming capability, or you can get a hard copy of the DVD on my website. Oh, there are premium episodes at Bandcamp. TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com has probably 10 episodes that were done live. They cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks. If you've run out of regular episodes, go over to TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com and get some more. Other than that, I say this. Let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room, and I am with Gary Anthony Williams. Hello. Hi. uh, I'm now considering this my living room because (laughs) I believe wherever I go, Yes. This land is your land. This my land is my land. That kind of thing. <laughs> if this this house is your house, yeah. This house is my house. This house. Well, you know what? It's great. We there's an extra room. Right. Well, no, no. I'm not just going to take the room. Oh, you. Oh, you know that. Can we take the other room? We'll talk. Okay. Su casa es mi casa, <laughs> as, as my people say. As my people say. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know your people were bilingual. Oh my God. We. I. I literally speak every language. Every language. There's not a language. What about the language of love? Yes. Excellent. Yes. yes. And what about the language of birds? Oh. <laughs> Tweet. <laughs> oh. That's. I'm, I'm known for my whistling. <laughs> That is, okay, uh, uh, Rangers of the Dork Forest, allow me to introduce you to Gary Anthony Williams. Gary Anthony Williams and I did a show the other night, and uh, we fell into platonic love. Oh, yeah. It was an, an amazing time for both of us. I got to see an 18-inch drill bit. He got to meet my stuffed dog, Laddie. Oh, Laddie. Yep, there he was. <laughs> and so it's at Gary A. Williams on Twitter, at Gary Anthony Williams on Instagram. You have a podcast called Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. Let me guess. Yes. Is there a day drinking? There is. Uh, not everybody who comes on the show drinks alcohol, but there oh. we'll, we will make a custom cocktail. My friend Elliot Blake. Like 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 a virgin mojito. Yeah. I enjoy a virgin mojito because yeah. it has mint and sugar. Oh, what's wrong with those two things? No, no, that's that's a, that's a that's magical. Yeah. If somebody's done something right. The peppermint patty company proved years ago. <laughs> 
that that is a combination that works. Right, it is. Uh, and I even have um, old. That's not the way to put that, but old peppermint bark. Mature. And uh, that I that I sort of nurse through the whole year. Uh, uh, mature peppermint yeah, bark. Yeah, because I enjoy peppermint bark so much. Well, chocolate, like regular chocolate, can it go? I know it gets that white film on it, but can right. it go old? I don't think so. And and certainly not Dove. I mean, I think Dove has been treated with some sort of anti-aging uh, processes. Uh, it's like the fountain of youth that melts in your mouth. <laughs> That's what we call Dove. Gary Anthony Williams. Hi. You have a dorkdom that I uh, <laughs> that I uh, I love the idea. I wish I did it. You know a little bit about birds. Look, you like I, a bird. I have a newfound dorkdom. So about uh, hi hi. First hi. of all, hello hello, hello friend. <laughs> um, six years ago, I was about. 150 pounds heavier than I am now. Okay. So I, I went on a diet that I created myself. And, and in the meantime, once I started losing weight, I started hiking a lot. And I started seeing a lot of birds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I would say to myself, Gary. <laughs> I always call myself Gary. Sometimes Mr. Williams. Excellent. Well, Gary, you respect yourself. Gary and or Mr. Williams. What bird is that you're looking at right now? And I didn't know. And so I was like, I got to figure out what all these birds are. So I started asking people who knew birds, and they would tell me. And then I was like, I got to go deeper. Right. I don't want to see a bird out do there. Do people know what birds are? Some people do. Just walking around, like on. The, people like to hike uh, here in Los Angeles at a little canyon called Runyon Canyon. Yeah, Runyon Canyon. Yeah. Uh, I've never been. Uh, this uh, doesn't accelerate really. Uh, but uh, the uh, <laughs> but the thing is, is so it. But but you well, you'll just be wandering around. You're like you'll see a bird. Yeah. Initially. And, yeah, and I might go. Excuse me, if I see somebody looking at, you know what bird that is? And they're like, oh yeah, I think that's a blah blah. Then I had to know. Right. But the thing is, I didn't want anybody to start calling me a bird nerd. So, <laughs> and I wanted to walk into the bird stores and go, yo, hey man, you got hey, what kind of books you got on warblers? <laughs> but I had I thought I had to be tough to do it. But my wife overheard me telling a friend. And so she went out and bought me that I have in front of my face right now, which this might be the photograph for America to see. Right. Two that might be books. two bird books. Oh, wait. You have a folding laminated. Yes. That's she, your travel. That, that For my traveling. Yes. Just in case it rains or something. Yes. Or, you know, you a man gets sweated when he's looking at birds. <laughs> Uh, so I have that one, and then... Can, can, can I entitle this episode Bird Nerd? You can call it Bird Nerd. You can call it A Man Gets Sweaty When You're Looking at it. Your choice. <laughs> Player's choice. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so those are your two main books, yes. right? And there. they're all Southern California birds, because once again, it was, what bird am I looking at while I'm walking? Right. I can't go all over the world. People do. I read that yeah. book about that the guy that the people that went all over the world before nine eleven. Yeah, there was a there was a bird. There was a famous nonfiction bird travel around the world. Look at bird book. See, I I don't I don't want to become that guy. <laughs> I'm afraid of becoming that guy. So here's when I'll I knew I had, it. here's when I knew I had gone too far. Uh, this was merely last year, and there were two real nerdy bird watching people it was a guy and a girl and they were wearing tan shorts full bird watching costume binoculars and the little books and they're walking by the river what the the beautiful la river Mm -hmm. oh which is engulfed and swollen right now with our rains we have Uh, rains they were walking by the river and they were looking up in a tree and i was like oh what are you guys looking at 
oh, it's Audubon Warbler up there, huh? And they were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw Kingfisher down here yesterday. Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. And these black Phoebes are really out. So I'm talking to them, and I'm with a couple of friends of mine, and I walk away, and I take like three steps, and I was like, oh, shit. You're bird people. I'm be- I've become that dude. I know these birds intimately. <laughs> and my friends just <laughs> laughed at me. I was like, that's who I am now, guys. Right. And you know what? Love you. Love your love of birds. That's what I say. <laughs> Dork Forest is a safe space, my friend. Well, and uh, here's the place to really celebrate. Uh, so you're hiking. Yeah. You're in Southern California. Yes. Do you go to different, do you hike in different, like there's a, there's yeah. in the Sepulveda Basin. Uh-huh. There's a walk. Yes. There's a place to walk over there. Do you, do you or do you just go to one place I and go, hope to see? I, I go to different places. And, and listen. I'm not going out looking for these things. Okay. I don't know if you know much about birds. <laughs> I don't know. They're everywhere. But, well, they fly. You can't swing a dead bird without hitting a live <laughs> bird. I always say that. Uh, they you know, fly. They do. <laughs> we will just walk. We have a lot of feral cats in this neighborhood. Uh huh. So, and that tree uh, is a very popular tree right out right out my front window right there. I literally just saw a cat scurry up that tree. They love to get up that tree, and birds like to get up Uh-oh. higher than those cats can get. Oh, and just sort of tweet at them and uh, go, yeah. "No, want uh. you? Oh, you don't. You don't fly. Uh, I do. Uh, I would love to see what kind of birds you got up there taunting those cats. They seem to be uh, sparrows. I'm okay. told that they are sparrows of okay. some sort. I don't know what kind of sparrows. Sure, there are several brands. There's a, <laughs> right. There's a, this might just be a way of just going. You don't know. Uh, I think they're sparrows, is what my husband likes to say. That's well, Andy Ashcraft. Well, uh, let me tell you something about old Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I do find. The ch- toughest part with me, as a novice guy who is heavily into this situation, <laughs> the toughest part is... I love that you're a novice and heavily I, committed. You, yes, I am in. It's not. A, this is not a joke. There's nothing joking right. about this no, to no. me. Uh, but the females of... Almost every bird type is just boring looking. And I can't, most of the females are brown and gray. Okay. So even if you have a, a Western tenant, say, the females don't look anything like the males. They're just, they, they're just drab looking things. So I will look at a female bird and I'm like, what is that? Whatever. Even a female blackbird is not always like, sometimes they're like a weird brown color. And yeah. it's like, what am I looking at here? Oh, they, they, they tend to, like, it, males, it doesn't feel distinctive. The males are beautifully colored. Okay. And the females are always just kind of plain, just well, kind of plain birds. Well, you know what we're I'm going to just flash you. You're going to flash uh, a, a gonna, picture yeah. of a favorite bird? I don't, I don't, <laughs> well, I can tell you some of my favorite birds. You have favorite birds? Oh, oh let's oh hear God, it. Yes. Of course. Why wouldn't you? My, my, <laughs> <laughs> my absolute favorite, favorite bird is a peregrine falcon. Oh wow, they're big. Uh, they and fast. They 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 dive at about close to two hundred miles per hour. What? Yeah. Wait, uh, they're and they're hunters, right? They're predators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and usually, like that movie, what was it? Avatar. Okay. Uh, usually, they attack from the top. Like you know, there's a bird down there. Hey, I'm doing something. I'm trying to get your babies in the nest. Yeah. I saw this great video once. It was a. A, a bird trying to get into a peregrine's falcon's nest to get at the babies. Okay. The mom flies out like, oh, shit, I'm out of here. I'm leaving my children. Bye. Right. But then what she really does is flies hundreds of feet up into the air, 
and dive straight down at about 180 miles per hour. Dive bomb. And obliterates obliterates it. Like literally nothing but feathers and flesh flying. (laughs) So Just like blew it up essentially. Yeah. That's my favorite bird. And on the day of my colonoscopy, which by the way, I'm going to recommend. Are you going to recommend people get a colonoscopy? Even if you don't need one. If anybody out there in your listening audience. Right. Sees a Groupon for a colonoscopy. I will, Get go, in I will go with them. Oh, interesting. interesting. I will go with them. I'm Did, not a man who does drugs, but whatever it is, it's that same drug that killed Michael Jackson. Oh, it's oh you you like the how they get you all junked up on the way out? Yeah, like you, when you came out of it? Yeah. Like because you don't feel drugged, you just feel like, oh my God, the world's beautiful. Oh, interesting. Yeah. The only time I've ever had any sort of surgery, it was like they uh like I was a light bulb. And they flip me off. Uh huh. They and like they turn me off, on. and then they turn me back on. Yeah, it was the weirdest experience. Like what happened to my time? Right, yeah. it's gone. I'm in a, a a different cubby that looks yeah. exactly like the previous cubby. Yeah. I'm told to have a colonoscopy because I'm in my fifties. Oh, girl! Now's the time they say friendship colonoscopies. <laughs> you want to go? We'll go to sleep shaking hands, <laughs> and we'll wake up feeling Clean like as a whistle. Oh my god, I feel grand! Wow, look what happened. So I'm getting my colonoscopy. Yes. I'm on the way. Uh, first, I have to go do a voiceover job. Okay. So my wife is driving me. Uh, and I'm, we're driving on the 101 freeway, which if you're not from Los Angeles, it's a marvelous freeway. It's, a good, it's, good to, it's, like, a, it's like an artery, you guys. It's a, it's a beautiful open artery that's usually clogged. It's, it's a clogged artery <laughs> is what so, it is. Driving the 101 freeway right by, right by Barham and alongside my car, as I'm looking out the window, is a peregrine falcon. Like right beside the freaking window traveling at the same speed as my car what? and then it flies off and i was like that's either an omen for good or it's just like oh, bye gary it was nice to know. <laughs> an omen nice for to- bad or yeah. uh third choice coincidence yeah any chance 100 percent coincidence. okay there you go 100 <laughs> percent coincidence I, it would be it would be kind of cool if your good omen bird was a peregrine per- peregrine Peregrine falcon. Peregrine falcon. Yeah. Is that the falcon that they would do in the Middle Ages, that they would have as pets, and then they'd fly them off, and they'd... That, that is one of the falconer birds. There's a, several birds that falconers use. Okay. But it, that, the peregrine is one of them. Okay. But once again, the fastest fastest animal in the world. Really? The peregrine falcon. As they, as they dive and and and. About 180 to 200 miles per hour. That's Imagine that speed hitting you without you knowing. Imagine it hitting you with you knowing it. Even if it were a f- what a 20 pound bird, how how heavy are no, those no, birds? No, no, they're not. They're not nearly. Not that even that heavy. The biggest bird, and because it's not a California bird, so I won't really know its. What about the condor? the real name? Condor is huge, and right. I've never seen one live. I got to do that. Okay. Uh, but there's a bird called something like the Great Busker Bus. I wish I had my glasses. I could Google it. Right. It's the biggest flying bird in the world. And it and, and is how many? I, I, I don't know. Like, I would have to look it up way beyond. So a per, uh, this per, peregrine falcon, yeah. uh, if it hit me at 180 miles yeah. an hour and it face. weighs in the face or in the gut, I, I would wish it fly I had my through me? <laughs> would, it, like, could it, would it just pass right Look, through me? if it went beak first into yeah. your soft meat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to make a hole. 
You're definitely going to have a, a yeah. peregrine falcon a head size hole in you. It's going to get its head embedded in you like I'm, a tick would. I'm a dead person is what I think if I am. If it hits if, you in the if, right place, you're dead. If it comes from above, zort, 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 it yeah. bezorts me. They do make that zort sound. Oh, that's the, they're, known, that, they're known for their zorting. A lot of people don't know that about them. They're bezorters. And, uh, <laughs> so um, the first bird that I had to identify was these little yellow birds. I was seeing them all over the place. And I was like, what is that bird? What is yeah. that warp bird? And it was a warbler. And it's either the Audubon's warbler or yellow-bottomed or yellow-rumped warbler. Okay. And then I was like, okay, now I know that bird. And right. after that, it was like, now i got to figure out all these other birds. Is it like cars? Like once you see one one of them and you recognize, you're like, oh, now I know what that car looks exactly. like. Exactly. And yeah. you're like, oh, that's a... And the good thing about birds is they're not making new models every year. Right. It's not like, oh, man, that, that 2011 Hyundai Sonata looks way different than the 2017. Exactly. So thank goodness yeah. the, the the warblers. Yeah. Uh, but if I see a black-crowned takes... night heron, it's going to look the same. It's going to look the same. Yeah. Now, do you know about birds that are indigenous to this area versus? That's the ones I know about. Okay. So. I say it just started, but when I was when I was a a wee lad, just a child, just a child, and I was never wee. Uh, <laughs> when I was a wee lad of probably two hundred pounds at age ten, um, I would go through that old world book encyclopedia. Oh yeah, you know it was like all the dogs, yeah. all the birds, and I definitely was there looking at the birds, like oh what is that bird? What is that bird? And that was in the south, right? So. I knew the birds around there, like brown thrashers and and bob whites, and it was always fun to see in Wisconsin. It was always fun to see um, the well, we had we had a lot of robins, yeah, and then we had um, what is the state bird of Illinois? It's I do red. not know. It is red. Is it a cardinal? It is a cardinal. Yeah, thank you. And so whenever you'd see a cardinal, there'd be a lot of hoopla, a lot, lot, lot of cheering. Uh, that see, here's what you probably just did to me. What? Made me go, now i got to learn the state birds of every state. Because I have only been constant. As you see, one book is Birds of Southern California, and the other book is also Birds of Southern California. (laughs) Wow, and and nobody nobody gets confused. Nobody gets confused. They're just like... (laughs) But now, I can guarantee if you see me in seven months, I'm going to know all the state birds. What's the state bird of of California? uh, I I don't even know that. I'm guessing it's the condor. Oh, might be. Might be the condor. Uh, I, I'm guessing it's the condor. Okay. In Georgia, it's the brown thrasher, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the robin in Wisconsin, and it's the uh, oh. and it's the cardinal in Illinois. We have a ton of robins uh, in Georgia. Uh, and also, the birds that's common in a lot of places is the blue jay, which is also... A good-looking bird. A good-looking bird and one of the assholes of the animal kingdom. Oh, really? They kill more songbirds than any other bird. The blue, blue jays jay? kill other birds, yeah. They Are attack they and pr- kill other birds. Wait, don't the most dicks. birds eat like worms? Or is this, this is, I know, what I know some about birds, birds some, animation. Some, That's what I know. Yeah, well, the, the animation has it right on. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times the science that heckle in a bug's and bunny. thing, yes. right on. Right. Very African American, <laughs> step and fetch it. Type right. Words. There's a lot of yeah, there's a lot, a lot of song and dance. <laughs> yeah. It's very beautiful. Oh yeah. But why wouldn't there be? Uh, th- so yeah, you get you get your worm eaters. Yeah. You get your fish eaters like that. Like the oh, you like your ducks and stuff. Like your ducks, like your 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 coots. What's a coot? A coot looks. If you are were, they old? Are they old? Yeah, coots? they're huh? old ducks. <laughs> Man, that old coot. 
Uh, a coot looks very similar to a duck, and a lot of people think they're ducks. They're these little round black birds, but they have shark beaks. They always hang out with ducks. Oh. And they ha- their feet are like nothing you've ever seen on a living creature in the world. <laughs> their feet look totally alien. The coot feet. The coot feet. Yeah, if you the, Google so coot feet right now, oh, you're going to be surprised. Somebody Google coot feet and then email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com. Uh, so the, are, they're not just the webbed feet of a duck? No. Are they Are they more like hands? They, are they more like they, our feet? They are like, they're, like, they're like an alien came down one day and said, Jackie, why did I leave my sunglasses at home? I mean, I, my reading glasses I don't at know home. why you left it. But. It's like an alien came down one day and said, I'm going to make something that looks very duck-like, but I'm going to give it such feet that one day Jackie, JackieCation.com <laughs> is going to have Gary on feverishly looking in a book to try to find a coot. Right, and, and, and holding it in such a way that you can read it. Yeah. I will tell people that I am talking uh, to Gary Anthony Williams, mm-hmm. and people should know that. And you have a show that's current. The, the first season is on Netflix, but it's, the current season is on True TV. Yes. And it's called I'm Sorry. I'm Sorry. And you're also, you've also been doing Who's Line yep. for uh, generations. Yeah, I, with, I started, uh, the they, uh, they rebooted the show about seven years ago here in America. Yeah. And I became one of what they call the fourth seeders. So it's always Wayne Brady, Colin Mockery, and Ryan Stiles. And then I'm one of the, uh, one of the guys who rotate in and out of there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fun. Yeah, it's it's super fun. And um, I've only got to see you extemporaneously tell a story regarding an 18-inch drill bit, and yes. it was fascinating and hilarious. Yes. So, Gary Anthony Williams, you guys, and did you find a coot? I found a coot. You can't, you can't, can't see your feet. You can almost see the feet there. You can almost see what's happening. Oh, that is weird. They're yeah, super oh, long. They're, so, and they're almost you, as long as the... It's a weird foot. There's no is, other bird I've ever seen that has this it. This looks like a duck... Yeah. That's been a little too much Taco Bell. Yeah. Because it's tiny duck head it's, on yeah. roundy round a big body. round body. And then the longest feet in the world. Yeah. If you go here to, what's that? What's that? American oh, Balboa? Coot. If you go to yes. Balboa. Yes. A uh, little park, that little river oh, Lake there. Lake Balboa? Lake Balboa. You will see, as you would, as you would say, a crap load of coots out there. <laughs> You know, when I, when I talk about things, I say a crap load, and then I go double crap load. Adel- it's you, weird. You would see, you would see. A, a, what do they call those? Like a baker's dozen? Oh, You'd see yeah. a baker's crap load, <laughs> a baker's crap load of coots. Of that, of, of that. Of uh, that, this particular animal. That's a cool looking bird. Weird, uh, yeah. And it flies. Yeah, coots fly. Yeah. Okay. They make crazy noises. Do you, can you fly. do it? Oh, do you do any bird? I am only a whistler. I can, I can, I can do, <laughs> that's a di- red tailed hawk in the distance. Okay. That's all I got. That's it. Uh, how about... Uh, all um, my whistling is... See, why aren't you melodic. doing... It's melodic. Are you doing animation? Are you doing I do animation, animation work? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying the, to get whistling work, but nobody's, nobody's hiring whistlers right now. That's, it's, uh, you know what? They, they got a vault full of whistle. <laughs> yeah. They got a vault full of whistling that they're still using. Yeah. They got stock whistlers. Uh, Uncle Remus came in 50 years ago and whistled <laughs> for them. Took all the whistle like, work. Yeah, I don't need no more whistlers. Exactly. And it was all a buyout, too, so there's no residuals. Uh, um, I don't know if I've ever played a bird in an animated show. You could do it. And I'm I think ready. it's a calling. I think you are ready. I, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. It's uh, let's see. Do you know oh. what that is? Do uh, do, do, do. 
What is that one? What is that? Um, it is a bird that I hear in this neighborhood oh. all the oh. time. <laughs> okay, so here's here's what to know about me. Okay, I may as well be walking around death. My thing is, what bird am I looking at? You're all eyeballs. The only, yeah. So Not the only ball. birds I recognize by sound are a black phoebe, which makes an annoying sound. Okay, and you're like, ugh, uh, there's one of there's those. A black phoebe. <laughs> a red-tailed hawk. Okay. Uh, there's one of the woodpeckers, and I haven't been able to see which type it is. Right. Uh, but it makes a sound like a car alarm being being, being turned. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah. Uh, the parrots that we have the, in California. Right. Now, we do have parrots, and I've Several. heard very different stories about why we have so many yeah. parrots. Do you, what story were you told? My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, I had a chance to try HelloFresh, and it's hands down my favorite meal kit delivery service. So you go to HelloFresh.com slash Dork80 and enter the promo code Dork80. HelloFresh makes conquering the kitchen in 2019 a reality with deliciously simple recipes. Like I like to cook, but HelloFresh delivers the entire box to me. It does all the planning, the shopping, and the prepping. Uh, They provide the protein, which is different from other meal kit delivery services. It shops, plans, and delivers the step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. And everything is fresh and pre-measured. All the meals come together in about 30 minutes. They call for less than two pots and pans. There's minimal cleanup. And if you have kids or if you have picky eaters, it's kid tested. The kids can actually help you cook. That's what my sister did. So there are three plans to choose from, classic, veggie, and family, with the option to switch, obviously. Get out of the recipe rut. Start cooking outside your comfort zone by discovering new delicious recipes. I picked fish last time, and it was amazing. Just so you know, you take advantage of HelloFresh's special offer for 2019. You get $80 off your first month. You get $20 off your first four boxes by going to HelloFresh.com slash Dork80 and enter the promo code Dork80. All right, let's get back into the show. There are always those stories of... There was a circus in town. I have and, not heard the circus yeah, And a truck fell over, right? Right. Because they also have them in New York. They have wild parrots in New York as well that live there well, year-round. That makes me think that it's that the story that, that was, any number of stories. Was are. yours? There was a lady in Pasadena who had a parrot and they escaped and they bred. That they gave them a that that they moved and they just released the parrots. That's what I heard is that uh. people had parrots. The other story I heard was that because there are more parrots in Pasadena than anywhere else in the, in the Los world? Angeles oh. area, uh, and they are spreading everywhere else. They're all over the place now. They're all over the place, but they're mostly uh, in South Pass is what I've seen. But what I also heard was that there was a a fire at a pet store. Uh-huh. And they had lots and yeah. lots of parrots that all got out and then they yeah. multiplied faster. People, people say that. I'm going to just flip around to you in, in the parrot section of my book. Are you in the parrot section? And there are, I mean, there are several, people think it's only just a green parrot here. Yeah. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, six common parrots that live in the, in Los, the Los Angeles, Angeles area. area. San Gabriel Valley. But, well, yeah. And they're all. Have you seen most of them? If not all, I probably okay. Uh, and if you go to certain places, like well, they got you, parakeets. Yeah, I mean they. It's it's crazy how many. Like in Beverly Hills, there are huge flocks of them. Yeah, and most of them you can tell because they have a very sharp tail, 
and they're a very loud, annoying squawk. Yeah, yeah, they really, squawk. Really, really, yeah. They're crazy squawkers. What we got here is we got your mitt red parakeet, your nanday parakeet, your yellow chevron parakeet, and your rose ringed parakeet. If you turn the other page there, you see them. And then the parrots. The we parrots, got a lilac yeah. crowned and a red crowned. Yeah. I have seen the red crowned. I have not seen the lilac crowned. Yeah. And um, so... It's it, 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 when I first saw them, I just I didn't know I was newer to LA, and I saw a bunch in Glendale. Yes, once I was like, oh, there's a parrot, and then people start to me, oh yeah, no, there's plenty of parrots. They're in Pasadena, they're in Glendale, they're in Sherman Oaks, they're all in the San Gabriel Valley. They're yep. they're everywhere. There, it's it's amazing. Now the word. They're alphabetical in that bird book, and so the Roadrunner was next. Yeah, have never you ever seen, seen one? I want to see it. Beep. I, I say want to see it. I want to see it. I have gone out dressed up like a coyote. In just the hopes? To, in the hopes of being able to chase one down. Have you ever played Acme Theater? Sometimes. Uh, yeah. He's shopping there. Oh, uh, I yeah. got to get over to the... Well, the Acme, <laughs> is it still open? No, it they is. Moved they moved locations. Yeah, they moved location here into the valley. It, yeah. On Lancashire, on the North ship. In North Hollywood. In North, right, right, over yeah. by uh, the NoHo district, which has been desperately trying to be the NoHo district for 20 years. I think it made it. It blew up. It made it. In the last year and a half, it has it, maybe three years. Did but you ever do it. improv or any kind of comedy at the... Uh, at the Acme? At the I've Acme? done some stand-up at the Acme. Okay. And uh, at the old La Brea. Uh, and yeah. um, I've taken improv classes. Here's what a lot of people don't realize about improv, because it's uh, improvisational. Improv is a learned skill, it turns out. This is not something <laughs> that hmm. uh, you... I mean, you might be... Like, I have been doing stand-up for a thousand years. Uh-huh. And so you, one would imagine, as a lateral move, I would have some advantages. And probably do. Yeah. But people who I've seen who do have done improv for 25, 30 years, uh, they're doing something else. They're doing something so beautiful that I'm like, holy smokes. I will say the advantage that you would already have is that you're funny. Yes. That is one thing that I'm guessing is impossible to teach. It's hard to teach. You can try to fi- – I assume that I've, I've seen people that I didn't think were funny. Yeah. And then three years later – were funny, sort of. They found their funny. Okay. So I've it's so possible. they had it, but they didn't. Did they didn't, didn't know where how to know tap where it into was. it? Yeah. yeah. And find you, your clown, as some people say. <laughs> What's your clown? Really? People yeah. say find your clown. Mm-hmm. Does anyone ever say find your find mind? Your, find your mind. That means shut up. <laughs> like when you're at home and you're talking too much, and your daddy turns to you and go, Gary, you find your mind. <laughs> Then I pretend I'm Find in a box. Your inner mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah. Your advantage would be you're already funny and you're already quick witted. Right, and and because it's it's if you start doing improv, I think, and Sean Conroy is going to come on the show and talk about improv. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure he will he will know more things. Uh, I, his dork to me wanted it to be his improv. Really? Yeah. I look. I didn't. Sean and I just met that night when oh, that's I right. met you. Yeah, had never met him, and I've been doing improv since uh, before I moved to LA in 1998. I moved here. Okay, and I was doing improv and getting paid for it in Atlanta long, long, long before that. Right, and the fact that he and I have never run into each other is interesting, amazing to me. He, right. Well, he's he's a New York guy mm-hmm. and did it in New York. Uh, 
starting probably, I think, in the 80s, mm-hmm. uh, much like yourself, I'm sure. And um, him and I saw one of the f- first times I think I realized that thing about improv was I saw him and Matt Besser uh-huh. do improv together. And they've been friends, I guess, since the dawn of man. But um, they, what the classes that I took about improv, the the real problem when you start doing improv, if you are starting from sort of jump from the from a very basic, I don't know if I'm funny. Uh-huh. You just say things, and you and much like stand up, a lot of it's shock jock, uh-huh. and so there's dick jokes and there's nonsense and there's and it's gross. And at no point while watching Sean Conroy and Matt Besser did I think that they were not in control of where this like they didn't yeah. worry. Yeah. They didn't worry yeah. where the story was going to go. It was never going to come and go to a place yeah. where they did not. Yeah. That yeah. it was going to make anyone grossed and, out or uncomfortable. And if you're doing it with people that you know and trust, then you you always know that other person has my back. I, right. I have an improv group called The Black Version at theblackversion.com. Oh, there you if, go. If you care. It's all black improvisers. The audience gives us a typically white movie, like say on Golden Pond. Okay. And then they rename the movie the audience does. Yes. And then we improvise the black version of that Oh, movie. the black version. Yeah. Hence the name of the group. Mm-hmm. And also it's founded by a guy named Jordan Black. Okay. Also hence. It's a, dub- it's a double entendre. A lot of words are being used a couple of times right there. Yeah. I oh, like uh, what's happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah in different ways. <laughs> uh, so, But with that group, we've been doing that show together for about eight years now. And it is what you just said that complete that. You might not know where it's going, but it may, you may as well. Because it's that complete trust of the guy on stage totally has my back. Yeah. Or girl. There's, believe it or not, we got girls in the group. You got, oh, you got, you, Ooh, we got girls and guys. There's women doing improv right there. They doing improv. When, when they clap their hands, their nails click together. That's it's, how you can tell the are difference. Are they black women? They are. Everybody's what? black in the group except black Karen Maru. funny. Yeah, well, Wanda Sykes allowed them to be. Like, I remember when gave, she the, put out the memo. The, she put out a memo because <laughs> they were originally Hollywood was only going to let one black lady be funny at a time. At a time. And then one that said, wait a minute, guys, we can do more. We can do this. Now seven can and, be. And now seven. And we don't have to have men who dress like women. We don't. We don't have to. It's fun. Yeah. We're not saying that it can't be no. done. I know what you're wondering. Gary, what's the difference between a great egret yes. and a snowy egret? <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> Bringing it back to birds. I this know, is a very important. I know what you're wondering. Now, here's the deal. Me. If you're walking by that, once again, I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's such an amazing body of water we have here, the beautiful L.A. River. Oh. <laughs> with this wonderful concrete oh. sides. We're, we're right by the Pacoima Wash back here. Oh, is there a wash behind There's you? a wash right behind me right here. If Just, I walk down your little side alley. Yep. You're going to run into the I'll wash. Go to, I'm, I'll get in it. You'll, you'll, I'll get in that wash. Uh, sadly, the neighbor put up some bushes. We can't see the, the what I assume would be drag racing. Uh, uh, <laughs> what I assume would be a, gre- a grease-like moment every summer. Uh, uh, but, uh, so, the, uh, you, now, I don't have any egrets. Uh, okay. I had to say that out you loud. Have, you don't have a few, but then no, again, too few to mention? It's, not uh, at all? I've never seen an egret. Okay. Uh, but, uh, actually, that's not true. I have seen egrets, but uh, egrets are cool looking. Yeah, they are. They're very. How, uh, what kind of egrets do we have here? The two that I see that I that I know yeah. are the snowy egret and the great egret, great, oh, okay. great white egret. The snowy one is usually smaller, 
and it has yellow legs and yellow feet. Oh. So if you look down and you see the yellow feet, then you know you're looking at the snowy and not What's, the gray. What color is the body? White. They're both oh, white. Just they're both. Cause it, beautiful it, it, white. Bird. And I don't see color. I don't, no. I'm, I'm, I don't see color. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't see it. You said you don't see size. I don't see you... size and I don't see color. <laughs> I don't see any of those things. I see all of those things oh, at all you? times. I'm oh. constantly thinking to myself, what color is that? Red. <laughs> and uh, I don't see. How about that? I don't see. <laughs> Wait, are you blind? I think so. Okay. Which makes it hard to know these birds, especially since exactly. I told you I may as well be deaf walking. Exactly. Now you're just touching birds yeah. with or without their consent. Yeah. Um, birds want to be touched. Birds. That's the one. If I can leave this audience with anything, <laughs> birds want to be touched. <laughs> birds. So do you have binoculars? I don't. Okay. I, I, you have yet to I, invest. No, I have binoculars at home. Okay. I guess... I, my thought was, you were asking, do I have binoculars while I'm out on my walks? Yeah. No. Okay. Why? Yeah, why? I don't want to look like that guy. Once again, I want to be like... You want to be the I'm cool bird guy? I'm just a dude walking around. Oh, and I happen to know that bird. <laughs> I, but I don't ever want to be... Very there's... tricky. <laughs> I don't want to be, there's that man. There that man is with them binoculars looking at the birds again, writing down in his book. <laughs> Gary Williams Birdnary. Yeah. Uh, could you please write that book? Gary, Gary. Yeah, but here's, see this guy on this cover? Yeah, what is that? He's so beautiful. It's the Western Tanager. Okay. He's so beautiful, he looks like he should be put in a cage. <gasps> he looks like he should be. <laughs> he looks, he, he does look like the kind of pet bird yeah. that someone would want to own. I always, I said to myself, that's not a California bird. I've never seen this bird out in the wild. And then one day, I'm walking up Dixie Canyon. It yeah. turns into a hiking area up there. And this son of a gun is sitting on a branch. Let me... Oh, sitting <laughs> on a branch. Just to prove it. Oh, my God. I have to say that this is a gorgeous bird. It's beautiful. My ad, my ad, my ad. I'm about to do an ad. Rangers, it's another ad for Third Love, which is my favorite bra right now. And so if you need a bra, if you like the idea of bras, if you want to get a bra, Third Love is the way to go. You go to thirdlove.com slash dork now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase of more than just a bra. I bought a bra and a bodysuit. Here's the thing about Third Love. The perfect fit. They use data points generated by millions of women who've taken the Fit Finder quiz, which takes less than a minute. It's like 60 seconds of a quiz. Did you know that your breast shape matters when finding a good fit? The bra has like memory foam. So it helps you identify your breast size and shape and find styles to fit your body. Every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, put it to the test. And if you don't love it, return it. And Third Love will wash it and donate it uh, to a woman in need. They have a team of stylists, like fit stylists, that are dedicated to help you find your perfect fit. They're available every day via text, chat, or phone. It's hands down the most comfortable bra I've ever had. The straps don't slip. They're tagless labels, so there's no itching. They're lightweight. They're super thin memory foam cups. They mold to your shape and are proprietary to Third Love. The newest member of the Third Love family is their line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable cotton bras. That's right. So, Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering Rangers of the Dork Forest 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com dork now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. Let's get back into the show. 
do you think about pet birds? People having birds in the house. I look like this is a good looking bird. Yeah, is it, it feels like you've purchased a he live should, flower? He, yeah, and you've stuck it in your oh, house. Oh, it should be trapped and looked at it <laughs> <laughs> whenever you want to look at it. Whenever you want to look at it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of. I've never had an opinion about birds' rights before this very moment. Well, now I'm know, like, fucking let that bird go. Here's Just with this bird, <laughs> let, let it go. Everyone out there now, if you are in possession of any bird, I don't care what it is. A macaw. I don't care. An African gray. Let it go. Open it up. Let that burn. I have mi- I have mixed emotions about. It. Here's the deal. Hi, hi. How are you? Hi. What do uh, I not know? I uh, number one. I am also a vegan, and the reason I'm vegan is when I was a young man raised in the South. We raised and slaughtered our own animals. Okay. Uh, hogs mostly. My grandma. So you were there. Chickens. Oh yeah. You were there on the ground I floor. I have shot of... many things in the head. Oh, and, good lord! And cut them in the throat <laughs> and hung them upside down and snipped wow. off feet and pulled skin off of things. Yeah, I grew up in the woods. I grew up poor <laughs> in the woods, shooting stuff to eat it. Right. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. that's what they say. Yeah. They but, say if you want to eat meat, you should really get yeah. in there. Well, I got I got grossed out by it. Right. So, I, and I became a vegetarian back in, Lord have mercy, the year 1987. 87. And then uh, then in 96, I just went full on vegan, no dairy, no honey, any of that stuff. Right. And so, now, did that go for health reasons, do you think? Uh, the, no, the second it, it level, went, or? the first time was just for gross, gross Right, right, because you were grossed out. And, and then like, in 96, I was at my then-girlfriend, now-wife's Christmas party. Uh, no, Maybe I we had already been married then. Yeah, we just got married at our Christmas party, and uh, I was eating some hors d'oeuvres, and then like, ah, oh, my stomach is killing me. Ah, ah, I was eating some cheese. Oh, okay. And then... The next day, I didn't eat anything at all. And the day after that, I was like, I'll just have a little cheese. I don't know what's going on. And I ate some more cheese. Like, ah, my son. She's like, you're lactose intolerant. It just hit you. Then, so I thought. Yeah. Then, a few years ago, I met my mother's 80th birthday. And I'm talking about being horribly like, like the kind where it feels like my stomach is turned inside out and I'm down on the floor. Yeah. I was, I was like, this lactose intolerance. I was like, I can't even be near dairy anymore. She's like... Baby, you ain't lactose intolerant. You're allergic to dairy. It almost killed you when you were a baby. So at some, first of all, she never told me. Right. At some point, I got over it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the allergy. And then at some point, it came back it just t- with a vengeance. Holy it smokes. It took 30-something years. Well, because I've got a friend whose uh, little boy is allergic to eggs. Yeah. And they said when he's five... That allergy should go away. Try it again. He'll try it again, and it could go away, but it could also come back. That one, that one clearly. (laughs) That one came back. back. Yeah. So, So, oh, so, oh, yeah. So I was saying that for the fact that, like, with the birds trap, like, I'm not a vegan for animal rights reasons, even though I think why torture an animal? I'm not. I'm not that kind of vegan. I'm never going to look at somebody eating a hamburger and go, "That poor cow." Right. I was a vegan because. That's a nasty process, and I was around it, and I know how nasty it <laughs> and is. You don't want, and I don't and want that in my you're mouth. You're like, I don't even need it. No, I don't, yeah, exactly. it'll be fine. <laughs> so, with the birds in a cage, they are beautiful to look at. <laughs> uh, and I they have, are. I have to admit, if 
if I, I have to admit, there's a part of me who would love to have a peregrine falcon to go out and just let it fly around and then come back and land on my arm with sure. a, with a be bunny rabbit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, you're bring like, me a bunny rabbit, but don't hurt it. I right. say to it because I'm not going to skin it and eat it. Right. So if you exactly. could just bring it gently in your beak yeah. or your yes, talons, yes, yes, and then we yes. could let it go from here, and Maybe it will I, be like how irritating. Yeah. Now I have to hop back to where I used to live. But if I could put suction cups on it or Velcro, <laughs> so it can just Velcro down, scoop up the bunny, bring it back unharmed. We had a bird. When I was very little, we had a parakeet, uh-huh. and um, and we killed it because we were dumb. <laughs> sure. uh, there were too many of us, and it yeah. was uh, we. It was a the whole situation was terrible, and so uh, I buried it, of course, in a shoebox like you do. Yeah. And uh, so I and I have friends who have birds, uh, pet birds, who mm-hmm. in the house, mm-hmm. and um, and it is cool, but it always feels like. It's sort of like a, a a litter box that you hang up uh. to some extent, and it just it's so. It, I mean, I I like the idea of seeing birds out in the wild. Yeah. So for me, it's not. I mean, you can have whatever pet you want. I guess it's. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I'm certainly not yeah. gonna die on that hill. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but it does it. But that's a really good looking bird. I'd it, like to see beautiful. that bird in real life. Yeah. It, yeah. it, it was. It's, it was. Stunning, like you can see his it's bright orange. yellow body and that the the red head is like stunning. And I thought that's not a bird that's just flying around. <laughs> that is, and then it is. I saw it. And it's like there's a that bird really just hangs out and flies around, right? And you would think that that bird would get attacked by other birds because it's so noticeable. Yeah, like I mean, I don't know how birds protect themselves besides flying away. Yeah. That seems key. They're good at that. Flying away, (laughs) blending in. And then the little guys, especially like finches and stuff like that. So you ask him about what they eat. Like some birds have have little beaks that crack seeds, like finches and stuff like that. So not so much worms, but more seed eaters. Okay. Those guys are really good at like hiding in briary thickets and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Darting in and out of thickets. Okay. So, Uh, and then worms. Now, but then, then again, like a parrot... Like an African gray parrot, like back to the birds in the house yeah. thing. Like those like parrots can live, w- w- will, in general, outlive their owners. Oh, right. So. Like if you get a pet turtle. If I got, yeah. If you got a tortoise. Yep. Then it's going to outlive you. Right. I You're used to do a up- joke about uh, making it a burden on your, on your descendants. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, that's, I mean, there's a commitment to having a pet. Yeah. Like, with a dog, you have to walk it. Yeah. (laughs) With a parrot, you got to find someone to take that bird after you're gone, I guess. Uh, Yeah, so I love, I do love looking at them. And I, if I, you know what, if I just start leaving my windows open. Yeah. And a parrot wants to come live in the house, (laughs) but he knows that anytime I can go. Right. And it's not Stockholm Syndrome, where he's like, (laughs) I got to stay with this guy. He knows that I'm free to come and go. Right. Then, yes, I will I will accept him as my pet. Uh, uh, excellent. My, okay, here's my second favorite bird. Okay. I know I'm hopping all around. It's don't a way th- to do it. Don't say I'm bird brain because birds actually... Okay, a couple of years ago... I'm going to get back to my second favorite yeah. bird. You may have to remind me. Okay. A couple of years ago, I'm doing a movie 
Because I'm a very famous African American actor. A lot of people don't know this about you, but you oh, are. It's it's. I'm oh. actually just proud that you were willing to drive over to my. Oh, my house. you know, I was airlifted here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was I was doing a movie called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in New York, and were I, you Splinter? No, I I'm a character called Bebop. I'm okay. a warthog. Oh, there you go. So I started out as a human, then I morphed oh, into the uh, animated version of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry mutated me. Oh, that was uh, good. That was nice of him. Yeah. Medea, uh, I mutated somebody. Um, <laughs> That's steady work. Yeah, that is. Anytime Tyler Perry comes into your life, well, someone hands you a check. Oh, wait a minute. No, he, I, he was just actually in this movie, he was only acting in it. He wasn't produced. It wasn't right. Tyler Perry's Teenage Mutant Ninja right. Turtles, which he admitted would have cost $15,000 and taken a month to make. Because <laughs> he admitted how cheap he was. Yeah. Um, so I'm in New York, and I'm on a set in the Natural History Museum in New York. Oh, yeah. And I meet a scientist there. And she was, and I said, my son's going to be here in a few years. I mean, in a few weeks. Uh, and he's a science kid. She's like, I'll give you guys a private tour, a behind-the-scenes oh, wow. tour. So she took us on this amazing tour. I don't know why I keep forgetting. Wait a minute. I keep being in the birds. And she took us. To meet one of the guys was this bird scientist. He was doing all this exploration of birds and their brains. Oh, and, yeah. And the whole idea was they have these tiny heads, but their brain for the size of their head is huge, first of all. Okay. And it's so multifunctional of they have to know how to fly. It's all this whole thing about migrating and this whole thing about thinking. So so they're they're... Their heads are full of brain. They're head, all brain. They're all there. If, they're so all if somebody brain. called you bird brain, that is actually for they don't real know compliment. It. That is their a compliment. compliment. Yeah. You just say thank you, and then you flitter off. Noted, Rangers. Uh, Noted. Yes. And the reason I thought of that was because of my second favorite bird after Peregrine Falcon. Yeah. Is the raven. The raven. The raven is Never considered more. the smartest bird in the world. Right. And if the, I remember correctly, they yeah. are, right? Yeah. Well, That's, as far as we know. As far as we know. Um, what's the first smartest bird? No, that is the raven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, crows also, crows are like very close to a raven. Right. But not as smart. The raven. Not are, as smart, but also smart very ravens? smart. Uh, they can do tasks. Right, I've heard anecdotes, yeah, right? Like, like they, octopus anecdotes yeah. where they can open like things. They, and... they, they will use tools. They'll use a stick to do this thing, to make this thing fall, to do that, to go get that thing. Right, because they got to go get that thing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I... But by using a tool and not and not like, oh, let me train this raven to use this tool, it might see something on your shelf that it knows I got to poke a stick in that hole to get this thing out. And it sees a stick on the other side of the room. You're never going to have to tell that Raven, go get that <laughs> stick and stick it in that hole. That Raven's going to figure it out. Right. Right. And I can, wonder, they're I, also very right. trainable birds. Like oh, you can they? train them to bring you jewels and trinkets because oh. they like shiny things naturally right. for some reason. What Remember, remember, um, homing pigeons. Yeah. There, there were there were a couple of different birds. There were birds that were indigenous to the United States or to the North America that are no longer like the, there was some sort of homing pigeon or something that became extinct. That's extinct now. Yeah, and um, now I've weeded off into the world of pigeons. What do you think of pigeons? <laughs> uh, first of all, I will tell you a, sto- a scary story of a pigeon that 
I could not believe what happened. Uh, by the way, I don't remember the two uh, names of the pigeons we have here. There's a stone pigeon we have here, and then there's another, the more common pigeon that you see with the bands, the okay. stripes on them. So really, in in the L.A. area, there's two basic Main kinds pigeons. of pigeons okay. that we have here. And closely related to doves, by the way. Pigeons oh. and doves are super close, super close. <laughs> uh, one day I'm walking home, walking my son home from school, and I see a huge red-tailed hawk. And it has a pigeon down on the ground, just ripping the feathers off, like methodically ripping its feathers off as it stands on it with its talons. Just, And you could see what looked like a throw pillow's worth of feathers yeah. down on the ground. And I come up and I see the pigeon is still alive. At first I oh. thought, he's eating. I don't right. want, I hate to see gr- dead stuff, yeah. but he's eating. I'm just going to leave him alone. And then I see that pigeon is still moving. And it looks like it might have six feathers left on him. Yeah. And he's still moving. And then at that point, I just become part of nature. And I was like, I don't want to see this thing. Get his head ripped off. And I go, ah, and I clap. And the the red tail looks at me and then it flies away. Yeah. The pigeon, hardly a freaking feather on it. And it still seems like this is a cartoon. Yeah. It shakes it off like, oh, what just happened? Yeah. And it flies off. Almost freaking naked pigeon flies up. Like, how is that thing flying? It doesn't have any Number feathers. Number one, yeah. it hardly had a feather on it, and it had just been through uh, PTSD. Yeah, oh my like god! It just, oh, but this? that shake off of it, like, huh, 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 that, huh, and then uh, that begs the question: Do new feathers grow? Yes, new feathers do grow. Thank you very much yeah. for answering yeah. that question, for I did not know. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you'll see birds preening themselves. They'll get rid of their old birds. You know, certain birds molt. They'll so, get rid of their old feathers. So that so pigeon probably went, hid for a couple of days, and then at least had I enough. I hope so. Or, Jesus. Right. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. It's, yeah. Was uh, was your son traumatized slightly? No, like my son is very scientific and very methodical. Like when something like that happens, even me, like years ago, uh, it was around my birthday time, and we we're just eating dinner. And he looks at me, and goes, "I did the math, Dad. You probably have about forty something years." Like he told me the number. <laughs> I don't know what it was at that time. Say it was forty-seven. Right. I did the math. You probably have forty, about forty-seven years left. And then he goes back to eating. Like, so no, that's that's just methodical. You, right. You can just hope. And yeah, uh, yeah. But no, you know, I'll, he, I'll he's it. well. The thing is, is they say the person who's going to live to be one hundred twenty-five years has been born. Ah. So. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. The the youth uh-huh. It's one of these youths. Yeah, they, they, uh, they're out there. They're out there. It so, could be us. We've we, been born. Oh, has right, been or have not? Has just been. recently born. Like the uh, the. I feel fairly recently. Do born. you feel recently born? Yeah. Um, because uh, it's what I always tell my nieces and nephews whenever they're like, "Well, I can't figure out what I want to do." I'm you know I'm I'm 22 and I'm like, "Don't worry about it." You got a hundred more years. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. You'll figure it yeah. out. Don't do, pace figure yourself. Figure it out in sixty yeah. years. Yeah, it's uh, you don't have to do everything immediately. Yeah. I know that everyone wants you to. Yeah, the only thing you have to do in my family immediately is get a fucking job. Yeah, uh, we please. were a job family. Yeah, too. we're a, we're a job family. It's just like don't be a burden. Uh, and, speaking of burdens, now yeah. one thing about bird. Yes, bird. Uh, do it. Yeah. Bring it back, which is such uh, an important no, part of the no, dark forest. It is not even. But I have to say this. <laughs> Because of my love of ravens. Yes. Uh, uh, a lot of people want to know. I say a lot of people. Me. <laughs> me wanted to know. Right. Because I grew up with The crow. committee in your I, yeah, The in committee your in my head. 
my cranium committee. Yeah, cranium committee. Uh, when I was growing up, like we had crows. I didn't even know what a raven looked like. And uh, so now I know. And here's how you can tell. Yeah. Especially when it's on the wing, when it's flying. Okay. First of all, there's a size difference. Like crows are about 17 inches long. Yeah. Ravens are about 24 inches long, like two feet. Wow. Raven's a big ass bird. Wow. Uh, they have a, their beaks are fatter. They have a fatter beak. But the real way to tell is when they're flying overhead, a raven's tail comes to a point in the back. Oh. If it's flat. Yeah. If it's flat or just kind of roundedy looking, mm-hmm. it's a crow. A raven's tail comes to a point. Okay. And that's how, that's definitely how you'll know that you're looking at a raven as opposed to a crow. Okay. There's a bird called a grackle here. Yeah. It's a black bird. It's smaller than a crow and it has a big, flat, long tail. Don't be tricked by grackles. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Those are not crows. And, and don't they are tri- certainly not yeah. ravens. Or the brewer's blackbird. Don't get tricked by a brewer's blackbird. Grackle, brewer's blackbird? Okay. They look as something like Yeah. Brewer's blackbird is probably smaller than a grackle. Definitely has a much smaller tail. The okay. grackle's tail is very long. Very long and then flattish. And flat. Yeah, okay. very long. It flattens off at the tip. Okay. Then comes your common crow. The common crow. The common crow, which is a very smart bird. Maybe second to maybe second to the raven is going to be We have crows in this neighborhood, and they are loud. Crows are loud. And they're irritating. The pitch of a raven is a little bit lower than the crow. Okay. It's that same caw kind of thing, yep. but lower than a crow. Okay. Uh Flatter to a rounded off tail, mm-hmm. that raven's tail pointed. So it goes from that brewer's blackbird, grackle. Yep. Crow. Crow. Raven. Gary's and second, all f- second fa- favorite. <laughs> and all bird. four of them are available for seeing here all, in, in the... In beautiful Southern California. <laughs> in beautiful. Now, when it rains... Oh, yes. <laughs> birds stay in. Yeah, birds tend to stay in. <laughs> Much like everybody. Yeah. Uh, everyone's like, oh, well, I guess this day's not going to... Yeah. I'm not going to get a lot done. Yeah. Even as a bird. Yeah. Now, hummingbirds have to eat uh, supposedly their own weight. Hummingbirds have to eat a lot, yeah. All the but there's time. a lot blooming here for hummingbirds to eat. Oh, plenty. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of flowers. It's good times. Um, My favorite hummingbird? Yeah. That's your question. That is my question. Is, Who knew there were more than one? Oh, my God, girl. <laughs> So I was walking the same place I saw the freaking, this Western Tanager right here. Yep. I'm walking up near the top of Dixie No Mulholland, and I see a flash of red. I was like, what the heck is that? A little red hummingbird. It's Alan's Hummingbird. It's called Alan's Hummingbird? I've never seen a red one. I've seen green ones. Uh, 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 Check out that little guy. That little guy. And that red right there doesn't do it any... Doesn't do it any justice. Because bright, it's brighter than that. And it, and it has that metallic look, that humming, you know how the yeah. hummingbirds yeah, have yeah, that they, green metallic yeah. look? It has, it's a red metallic bird flying around. Beautiful little fella. Be- Just be- <laughs> Hummingbirds are territorial, though. They will go fighting, chasing off some other hummingbirds. Oh, really? Yeah. Now... It, it, this is something that's in my brain. I don't know if it's just a rumor I heard. They're not really flying. Are they buzzing? Is the, it different? They're not flying? Yeah, the, the, it looks like they're flying. They're flying? Who, That's, I, I don't, oh, was it the sound that they make? Yeah, was maybe. That, because yeah, like recently I was reading something that was saying 
Well, hummingbirds make actually. There's a high pitch sound they make when they're angry at each other, which is a weird thing you got to hear. Yeah. Like if there's a couple of them fighting over, that'll like be you weird. Said, they got to eat a lot. Yeah. Uh, if there's a couple of them fighting, then they make a r- weird high pitch sound. But that humming sound, which people say is their wings, I was just reading something recently that said some people are saying that they're actually making a sound too that's going with that. I don't know if that's true or not. Right. Once and again, I'm the man who'd be looking at birds. Right, right. You're not listening to them. You're not asking them questions. <laughs> I want to. Sure. What would you ask a bird? I would ask a raven, like, how much do you really know? <laughs> because really, they really are... Any animal like monkeys, mm-hmm. any animals that can use a tool to get what it wants. Right. You know, there's that thing like with crows, there's something in the bottom of this glass. Uh, there's water in it and there's something in the water, but they need it up. And the crows will take take rocks and drop it in there to raise the water level until it gets the water level up to where they need the water. Oh, my God. Like they're smart. They yeah. know what they're doing. Right, right. Did you ever read... The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Long ago. Well, Long the, the, ago. One, I love that book. One of those One of those books. It's like a five-book trilogy because yeah. he's hilarious. That yeah, Douglas universe Adams. at the end of the... Uni- uh, restaurant. Not, uh, the, restaurant yeah. at the end of the universe. So one of them, he learns to fly. And he becomes irritated because birds are constantly just discussing uh, wind patterns. <laughs> and, and so... Well, I mean, yeah. it's that's a conversation I want to have like once. Yeah. Like, what's it like to fly... That, that's okay. God, it's all t- you're actually making me realize how everything is tied into. <laughs> I I dream most nights that I can fly. Most oh. nights I dream that I have the ability to fly. So the other day I went hiking up. It's in Topanga Canyon. It's a place called Eagle Rock, but it's in Topanga Topanga Canyon National Forest, and okay. there were these big ravens up there. Mm-hmm. At the top, and I went all the way up to the top of Eagle Rock, to the rock itself. And they were just right there, just like silently soaring. And I thought, that would be great right now if I could just jump off this rock and just soar. And that is one of my fears. Because I dream, I'm flying every night. I'm also a very lucid dreamer. Right. And in my dreams, like, here's what might happen. Yeah. You and I might be at the top of a dam somewhere in my dream. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, she has no idea I can fly. Right. Trick her. And then I go, <laughs> I'm just going to go now. And then I jump off the dam. <gasps> and you see me going down. No. And I hit the ground. I'm like, Gary, no. And then I go, ha ha, fool you. And I start flying around. Right. Right. <laughs> so I dream this almost yeah. every night. So, but before I do that in my dreams, I check to make sure that I'm dreaming. Because oh, yeah. I'm always afraid. <laughs> In the daytime, right? That I'm not going to know I'm dreaming, and I'm going to jump to my death somewhere. Don't jump to your jet death. Let, let me it just say the obvious. To me once. Did you? Do you ever get to the? Do you, do you have that thing where you get to the edge, and you're like, I wonder if I'm going to jump? I get in, that. Uh, well, no, because in, oh, in, I might just in, have suicide. In, no, no. In real, <laughs> in real life, in real life, wide awake, I'm never going to do that. Okay, but it, I. Fear. I, I don't go, oh, ooh, I'm wondering if I'm going to jump off the top. I wonder of if I'm going to throw myself off. Of- yeah. I was at a fort uh, uh, at the edge of Galway, Ireland. The oh. Aran Islands, there was a 4,000 foot fort. 4,000 feet? Don't know if that's real. Uh, 4,000 year old, probably. That- okay. Uh, so <laughs> okay. all I know is that whenever I, I always, I am not uh, uh, a bell, uh, I'm, this is not a gazelle. 
I am not a, a graceful human. Uh-huh. So I always think, like in the Grand Canyon, that I'm going to trip and fall. I don't think I'm going to throw myself uh-huh. off. Oh. I'm almost oh, certain you. I'm going to trip, yeah. fall to my death. Yeah. So I, they're like, oh, go look over the edge. And there's no bar. There's yeah. no railing. Yeah. And so I, on my belly, crawled to uh-huh. the edge uh-huh. and then looked over it and then crawled back. Like at no time yeah. was I on my knees or my feet. Yeah. Flat. Yeah, yeah. You are fact, already one I'm, with gravity. Yeah, it can't I am take tense you down any right further. now just at the idea of no. being at the edge of something. Well, I, I I am not a sure-footed person either, and I just started sure-footed. I just started super hiking. Yep, but I'm not a sure-footed person, and I don't What's I don't super hiking. Like I mean, like I oh. I walk like yesterday, mm-hmm. I walked ten miles. Oh my god! I I went up the can a canyon. A couple of times, and then I went on like a three-mile walk before. A friend, my friend Andrew Thompson just started doing that. He also lost a great deal of weight, and then he started hiking. Yeah. So they say walking is the best exercise. I it, I love it. It clears my head, or it makes if I what do you do on a walk? Do you listen? I sometimes I listen to stuff. If I want to think about stuff, I don't listen to anything. And then you see birds. And then I see birds. Yeah. And uh, now sometimes friends will go on a walk with me, and they get mad because I'm pointing out. Birds. Birds. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought it was because you were going at a clip. No. Oh, it- so the time I almost flew. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which should be also another book I write. Uh, <laughs> I was shooting. A, my son had just been born. Mm-hmm. I could not sleep at all. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations on me not being able to sleep. No, You're welcome. Uh, having a, having oh, okay. a, a baby. Oh, who's, thank he's you. probably eight now. No, anyway. he is 16. Now. Okay. <laughs> he is he had a just man. been born, and I'm shooting a movie called. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't sleep. And my wife said, when you get up to Toronto, uh, then get the Tylenol PM up there. Oh, they got the good Tylenol PM. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, okay. And I had never taken it in my life. The plane is late. I arrive late. The guy takes me to the drugstore that they have a weird name there. I can't remember the name of them. And I get Tylenol PM. Green. No. Walgreens, uh, Wal- that is a weird name. A weird name. <laughs> God, sorry. What? Too much riffing. I apologize. No, Go. that is just the right amount of riffing. Uh, I get back to my hotel room. I pop two of them or how many ever you're supposed to take. And I think to myself, I really need to sleep. I'm, I'm going to drink a beer with it. I drink a beer with these <gasps> things. I lay down to go to sleep. It's 1 a.m. My phone rings. Hey, Gary, it's blah, blah with the, uh, with the movie. We'll be there to pick you up in the morning. Okay, cool. What's my call time? We'll be downstairs at 4. Uh-oh. 4 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. It's 1 a.m. Right. I lay down. And I had not slept for – it was my son was two weeks old at this right. point. And I had been – he was born jaundiced, so we had to wake him up every two hours. So Make at sure. no point, at zero point, had I slept more than two hours at a time. Wow. In two weeks. At no point. Right. Literally. Right. So <laughs> – you were like, oh my God, I get to three so, hours. Uh, so I was like, yeah, okay. So I was like, oh, oh crap, okay. And I just took, took, took this medicine. Mm-hmm. I wake up and I feel amazing. It's like, oh my God, I, this, great. Mm-hmm. I feel good. I get in the van, I go, I get in the makeup trailer. I'm joking with the makeup lady and I'm about to walk out the trailer. And I say, I guess I'll just fly down the stairs. And she goes, what? And then... I realize I'm awake, kinda. Yeah. But I'm also in a total 
I'm in a, another zone. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm lucidly awake dreaming. And I was about to do what I do in real life, which is just straighten my legs and jump out and expect to fly down the stairs out of this trailer, <sighs> which I know I would have broken. Uh, many things, many, any number of. It took her going, what would you say? To make me realize I'm fucked up right now and had no idea. Right, right. No idea. Tylenol PM, no sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And awake. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot fly in real life no. at this time. So they said, hey, hey, we're running a little bit behind if you want to hang out in your trailer. So I was able to lay down, take a little nap. But still, when I watched that movie, <laughs> I remember almost none of the scenes that wow. I made in that movie from that day. And wow. it was totally unintentional. Right. Almost flew. Yeah. Or had she not said, what? What if I had flown? What if you had flown? What if uh, Jonathan Livingston Siegel was true? Yeah. And uh, yeah. anyway, uh, I have this to say. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gary Williams, it has been an hour. Oh, what a sweet hour. It's been, it's been a sweet hour. This is, we could have talked for a lot more. We could um, Douglas Adams, I would say this. Uh, there's a movie called Last Chance to See that he wrote. It's a nonfiction book about endangered species. Essentially him going around the, the world making fun of endangered species. It was Making uh, fun of them? Yes, but not oh, I want to in a know. mean way, but in a mean way. But in his, he's Douglas his sense of humor. Yes, and so it's called Last Chance to See. And it's essentially a, a bit of a wake-up call. And uh, don't know if it worked, but I remember reading it and loving it. I want to see this. It's a good one. Last chance to see. But uh, let's do this. Yeah. Gary Anthony Williams on Instagram. Yep. At Gary A. Williams on Twitter. Yep. Podcast Day Drinking with Gary and Elliot. Yep. On all the things. And there's also an Instagram and a Twitter handles for those if you end up loving that show. And um, Whose Line? You're yep. in the rotation on that. Yep. I'm sorry on True TV, and the last seasons are on Netflix. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing the show. This has been wonderful. I'm I'm going to go through your neighborhood before I leave here and Quack. just find all the birds. Find just the find birds. them all. It's raining, so you will find them. I'll, I'll shimmy up the trees. <laughs> uh, Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat. My hat. My hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?